On today's episode of the Network for Women in Business podcast, you're going to hear from Adiola Atabusi, and she is going to talk to us about Pinterest. Get your pen and your pad ready because she is dropping the knowledge on today's episode. So get ready for Adiola to bring it right now. Greetings and hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited today because we have Adiola Adebusi on the line, and she is an amazing Pinterest expert, and she's going to share with us everything that we've always wanted to know about the Pinterest platform. And I have to tell you, I'm excited about this because many of you know that earlier this year, I did a Pinterest experiment. And the experiment actually went really well. And I do believe that Pinterest is probably one of the best platforms that you can be on today. But I am going to let the expert really tell you about that. So Adiola, why don't you tell us about yourself and tell us about how and why you got started with Pinterest? Yeah. Hi, Tony. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I'm so excited to be on here. So a little bit, of, a little bit about myself. Like you said, my name is Adiola, and I am a Pinterest expert. And how I got involved in it and how I got started. So as a long-term blogger, I've been blogging now for close to a decade. And a few years back, about 2014 or 2015 or so, when Facebook thanked for pretty much everyone, and you know they 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 required pages uh to start paying right so to drive traffic to their site so yeah and then because back then facebook was actually my main traffic source then because i tried to uh, to read about seo but back then i just couldn't figure it out because i'm not sure about you tony but when you go online and and you look up you know seo and how to drive traffic you know, it's usually a bunch of guys that would write all these articles and they are super long and they are detailed, but still I found them to be too overwhelming. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the reason why a lot of w- women are on Pinterest and why a lot of female bloggers and female uh, businesses and content creators are on Pinterest because it's like, okay, this SEO thing, you know, it's, it's like, too overwhelming i can't even get it so we would use pinterest instead but and so then i i knew that i needed plan b and i needed something else to start driving traffic to my side because i mean because now that that meant i had to learn about facebook ads which i did i took a couple courses to help me understand it but at the same time as a blogger i mean uh, then i wasn't making that much money from my side and i knew that i needed another source of free traffic. And so that was when I got involved into Pinterest. And I've been using Pinterest heavily now to drive traffic to my various websites, including a couple e-commerce websites that I have. So like I do have a store on on Etsy. So I've been using Pinterest pretty much to drive traffic to it. And I've seen lots of success um, with using Pinterest. And, And now I offer the service to other business owners to help them to use Pinterest to, to, you know, to generate more revenue for their business. Yeah, it is pretty amazing. And 
Facebook changed, you're right, Facebook did change their algorithm and pretty much it's very, it's next to impossible for any of your posts on Facebook or even Instagram to get any type of reach, any type of organic reach because of the fact that the algorithm has changed and there are so many advertisers on Facebook until most of the face in the feed is being reserved for people who are paying. So Facebook has become, you're 100% right, a pay-to-play platform. And that is just very discouraging for a lot of entrepreneurs. And it's become quite expensive as well, unless you're using video. But you're 100% right with Pinterest. I think Pinterest is one of those platforms that is truly a hidden secret for entrepreneurs. Now, why do you think that, I mean, outside from the fact that you can generate great traffic to your website, what are some of the other benefits for entrepreneurs to use Pinterest as a platform? So one thing that entrepreneurs must understand is that Pinterest works in a similar fashion as YouTube and Google. And by that, I mean that Pinterest, it is actually a search engine. It's not so much a social media platform because the funny thing is when I talk to businesses or business owners, the funny thing that I hear is that they actually use Pinterest for their own personal use, right? Mm -hmm. But not so much for, for, for business because they don't really, you know, see it as a tool to, to grow their businesses, even though large retailers like or large businesses like eBay, Walmart, Target, Etsy, they are actually on Pinterest. <laughs> and so and by and they are active on Pinterest. So it's not like you know they just have an account on there as a placeholder, but they are actually active on Pinterest. So that shows you that you know large brands can see the power of Pinterest for their business. Yeah. Now, so yeah, and so by that, so now that you know that Pinterest is a search engine, it is not a social media platform, you have to, you know, use it in a similar way you would use Google. And as of right now, because Pinterest it is a search engine, Pinterest actually doesn't mind sending traffic away from their platform because with you know with Instagram for example, right? They want to keep people on their platform with Facebook as well. They want to keep people on their platform. So that's why pages now, you know, like if you want to drive traffic away from Facebook, you have to pay them, right? To drive traffic away from Facebook. Yes. And it's the same way with, with, with Instagram as well, right? You have to pay them to drive traffic away or unless, you know, you have uh, 10,000 followers and then you can maybe uh, put, you know, like, link in your your stories but aside from that on instagram the only place where you can place a link will be you know in the link to bio right right uh, link in bio but with every post so like let's say you post daily you post you know three times per week or however many times you post you cannot put a link on each post even up until right now 2019 right you still cannot do that so the only place where you can put a link to drive traffic to your site will be uh you know will be a link in bio unless you have an e-commerce business and you link your 
Shopify store to to um, to your Instagram account, and then you can type that product, and then they can you know click on that product to go to you know to go to your site. And even with that, Instagram has so many you know features and so many things that can get you you know banned or sometimes you know you have bots and spams and just all sorts of crazy stuff going on. But with Pinterest, Pinterest is actually glad to to drive traffic away from their site, you know, to send to send traffic from their site to your site completely free of charge. So <laughs> knowing that, I know, so uh, knowing that you have to now start using Pinterest in a different way. So that means with every image you post, with every video you post, you want to add a link that goes back to your website. And if you're going to be posting a specific product, you want to add a link that goes specifically to that product page because you don't want to get people confused and you want to have your customers to work, right? Because if, we, if you put up a an image of a lipstick, so let's say you sell makeup, right? And you put up an image of a lipstick on Pinterest, you want to make sure that um, the link you're going to add to that post will go directly to that lipstick and not just to your homepage because otherwise, uh, you know, that pinner will just bounce off and just leave your website because they're trying to find that specific lipstick that brought them from Pinterest to your website. So yeah, so making sure that you use Pinterest, you know, in the same way you will use Google or YouTube. Yes. That is so awesome. Um, now, what I want to ask you is because a lot of people, when they use social media, they don't really understand how to use it effectively. They don't really understand how to measure success. So I want to ask you, as it relates to Pinterest, how do you measure success? Because some people say that, you know, when you have a lot of views, that doesn't necessarily mean anything. They say views are like a vanity metric. And then, the, you know, you have website views, which is very different. So how do you measure success on this particular platform? Because, I mean, I have a particular way that I tell people how to measure success. And, you know, it usually has to do with like traffic, conversions and things like that. But how do you tell people they should measure success on Pinterest. Okay, so I'm gonna explain this because I actually do have a blog post on the site where mm-hmm. I share, you know, um, you know, where I actually answered 21 popular questions that I get asked about Pinterest. All right, okay. so. Well, well, before you go into that, why don't you give the website before you go into the answers so that people can definitely go there and, you know, view that information. Yeah, thank you. So the website is socialmediabella.com. So socialmediabella, B-E-L-L-A.com. And so, yeah, so when you go there, you just click on blog and just click on 21 frequently asked questions that I get asked about how to use Pinterest for business. So in terms of the metrics, right? So the monthly page views, that you see on Pinterest, that is the total number of, of impression. That's the total number of times that somebody saw your pin on Pinterest. So by your pin, that means every pin that's on your account. 
and that includes your own pins that you uploaded, you know, you created, you uploaded on Pinterest, as well as other people's pins. So a lot of times when you read about how to use Pinterest, and I mean, a couple of years ago, this didn't make sense to me. And it's still like, I think it's junk advice, right? Where they go, okay, so if they're going to go on Pinterest, you know, you pin 20% of your own pin and 80% of other people's pins. So that means that let's say you have, um, 200,000 monthly page views, 1 million monthly page views on Pinterest. That means maybe 20% of those page views might be your own page views and then the other 80%. But then it depends on the pin as well. But the ways that I measure success would be, you know, your goal, right? So because for most people, they are on Pinterest to drive traffic to their website. And if you have an e-commerce business and to also get sales, right? So uh, Pinterest also has pixels and also they have ads as well. So you can measure the traffic that's coming from Pinterest and, and sales that you are getting, right? Because you can go to your, you know, Google analytics and, sh you know, and check where that sale came from or where that traffic came from. So for me, I measure my success based on the blog page views, right? Based on the web, web page views and, and uh, the, the impressions on Pinterest, you know, that doesn't really matter. But then at the same time, you also want to drive that up as well. Because if, if you can get that monthly page views up, uh, chances are that, you know, you can also drive traffic to your site. But then, <laughs> but then the thing with Pinterest is that, so, I mean, going back to the whole, you know, sharing other people's pins, as well, so let's say you are pinning stuff on Pinterest, but your own pins are ugly, they aren't click-worthy, uh, you don't have you know, the right keywords on your pins, and you're not really creating content that Pinterest users are looking for. But the other people's pins that you are pinning are beautiful, eye-catching, vibrant colors, vibrant um, font styles, and they actually relate to what people are looking for. Uh, chances are that Pinterest users will click on that pin uh, to save it or to go to those people's websites. So you, you can have a huge monthly page reads on Pinterest because those other pins are driving traffic to your own Pinterest profile, but not to your website, but to you know other people's websites who actually know how to use Pinterest, right? So you also need to make sure that the pins you're pinning are actually driving traffic. If they aren't driving traffic, just go check out a few profiles in your niche and see what kind of content they are creating. And you can also see how many repins that that pin has, you know, gotten. And if it's in your, and if it's a pin that you pin to your own profile, you can actually go back to your dashboard and just check, okay, so what pins are popular? And you can check why that pin is popular. Is it the content? Is it the images? Is it the, you know, the font style? Is it, you know, right? So you can judge based on that and you can improve on your own pinning as well. Exactly. And I mean, and I'm glad that you mentioned that because I've met quite a few people that their Pinterest strategy has been to, you know, just get their page views up and, you know, not, you know, just the Pinterest page views and their strategy has been doing that by 
using other people's pins. Now, I have a couple of group boards and I'm a part of a couple of group boards, but mm -hmm. what I like to do is exactly what you're saying because I think that that is like square on and I think that people miss it. They don't really understand the value of the traffic that they're getting from Pinterest and they don't really know whether they're getting the traffic from Pinterest at all. And I mean, and a lot of people can do like some really simple things, like just looking at their WordPress dashboard and, you know, if they have the Jetpack or something like that loaded up on mm -hmm. a plugin loaded up on their WordPress platform, you can see where your traffic is coming from. You can mm -hmm. see what pages are getting the most traffic. Right. If you That's have right. analytics, you can definitely see where your traffic is coming from and you can That's also right. see which pages are getting the most traffic from Pinterest. Now, mm -hmm. I've had um, one pin that, well, I've had a couple of pins, but I've had like, and this is usually, I think, what happens with websites. And I don't think people really understand that websites are just pages and that sometimes, you know, not sometimes, but most of the time, it's only a few pages in your website that are driving the most traffic. And I don't think mm -hmm. most people even know what those pages are. But once you find out which pages are driving the most traffic, that's when you wanna optimize those pages, you know, put all your mm -hmm. offers and all of that stuff on there. That's right. But I found that, and, it, and it's gonna be the same thing even with Pinterest. Like there'll be a few pins that mm -hmm. are viral. And mm -hmm. I asked a question in a group and now I'm going to ask you, you know, like it, once you find that viral pin, like, you know, I had a pin and I'm not, I kid you not. I believe that pin got like 25,000 clicks and wow. that was crazy. It was crazy. Wow. <laughs> and I asked, you know, in a group that I'm a part of, um, that's dedicated to Pinterest. Like, what do I do with that pin? And now I'm going to ask you, I'm going to tell you what they said, but I'm going to ask you, what, what do I do with that pin? Now that I know that it's like, it's really popular. And yeah, because I've heard some things like, okay, you know, um, create about four different creatives of the same topic and run an ad and all of this stuff. So I'm going to ask you, what should I do with that pin? Because I mean, potentially, if I can get more people to see it and mm -hmm. hear it, because Pinterest is really a, 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 it's really good at, you know, being a viral community because when people That's right. find pins, they love to you know, save it and share it and that's things right, like that's that. Right. So um, what do I do with that? So let me, let me ask you this question, Tony. What is your goal for, for that specific blog, right? In terms of monetization or just your goals in general, like what goals do you have for that particular blog? Okay. So I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you all about it. So last year in September, I started this keto diet. And I realized that keto was a hot niche because once I started getting in the whole keto universe, I realized that everybody was talking about it, but yet it was still pretty new, you know, but it was at that point where it's just, it's at the tipping point of, 
you know, being explosive, but it's not, it's not there, there yet, but it's, it's almost there. I mean, anytime you have, you know, companies like Slim Fast creating keto products, you know, that it's, it's, you know, people are listening. So basically I said, okay, I'm going to create a blog about keto. I called it everything keto diet. And of course, you know, I did the whole SEO. I made sure I had keto in the title. And then what I did was I created a challenge and it's called the seven day keto challenge. And I said, okay, I'm going to get people in this keto challenge. And I became a part of a, um, a home-based business called Prove It, which sells keto products. So basically at the end of the day, ultimately I said, okay, if I could get people in a challenge, maybe I could get some people using the products. And so um, I want to get them to the website, get them on a challenge. I want them to, you know, purchase some of the keto products. I also want them to um, participate in some of my affiliate links that I have on my site and and my AdSense. So that generally was the ultimate goal because I figured that, you know, I I need to have something to be able to build my list. So I put, Mm -hmm. you know, um, a a keto guide um, that you could download for free on the site. Um, Okay. And so those are the main goals. What I do and what I'm going to recommend would be to actually use that particular post mm-hmm. as as almost like a landing page, right? Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, like, let's say mm-hmm. you have, you know, like, uh, you know, to grow your email list, usually a lot of bloggers or content creators will run ads, you know, like they run Facebook ads to drive traffic to the, uh, to the landing page and then get people to opt into their email list. Or if they have a webinar coming up or a new book, a new course or whatever, they will pay ads. But in your case, thanks to Pinterest and the free traffic it, it gives, you don't even have to pay, right, to drive traffic to it. So you can use that page as a landing page or those pages as a landing page. Mm-hmm. So so let's say you have a webinar coming up or an ebook or or like, a course or an event or what have you, right? Uh, what you want to do will be to insert, you know, you can insert those graphic images. So let's say, you know, you created some, some mockups for those, those activities that's coming up. You will just insert them in that post, uh, right? So, you know, so at least when those pinners come on, on your website from Pinterest, they will, they will find out about that post because, Chances are that they'll probably only read that post and then leave your website, right? Because right, that's right. that's that's the reason why they came on your site, right? Right. And yeah, so you want to make sure that um, you know, you put in your you know your your offers if it's to build your email list. You want to put it in at least two two or three times, and if you have any events that's gonna come up in the future, so let's say. A month from now, a few months from now, as long as that pin is still viral and that pin is still bringing you traffic, you can even go back to that uh, to that blog post and insert it. So let's say you have a webinar coming up, 
about that particular topic or a topic that relates to keto, right? Just put it there in that blog post. Like, oh, hey guys, thanks so much for taking out this blog post. And by the way, on you know September 21st at 7 p.m., I have this webinar coming up. Click on this thing to sign up for it. And you can get reminders when I go live. Or if it's to build your email list, just put everything on that page. But obviously, you want to make sure that they all link together, right? So when you go back to that post, you can just, you know, link it in a way and you can even use that that same landing page or that same post to even drive traffic to a few other blog posts or a few other pages that aren't doing really well but you, you want to bring attention to right mm-hmm. and one one final thing i'm also going to recommend is that you can actually turn that post into like a paid product Right, because I mean, because if if you are noticing that people are actually interested in keto constipation, right? Mm-hmm. You can write an ebook um, that's gonna be around that topic, right? Because if that thing went viral on Pinterest and months later it's still bringing you traffic, that shows you that there is a demand for it. So you can turn that 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 blog post into an ebook, mm-hmm. or you can turn it into a, a course. Or you can have a workshop uh, um, about it, whereby you know they will just pay you know like a fee uh, to watch that video training or workshop. Or if you sell uh, products like you know keto drinks or keto cons- or whatever, again you can create a product around that pin, right? So as a way to you know to also bring in more more income. For you as well so yeah so there are actually several things to do with that post right and it's oh all god. based on your book right oh my god let me tell you something that is genius i mean you know when you said the first thing you said when you said to me you know what you can turn that post into a landing page and as soon as you said that my mind just flipped because I understand, you know, um, I use Optimize Press and I understand exactly what I can do with that page so that oh, when people get there, that it, it kind of looks different. It's totally focused on that particular topic. It also mm-hmm. has like an offer. I love all of your ideas as it relates to optimizing and monetizing that. And mm-hmm. I mean, I think that for anybody that's listening to this particular podcast episode, they can take that and use that and run with it. And they can take that and not only apply it to this, but they can apply it to other pages on their website mm-hmm. that are really getting the most traffic because it, it, you know, at the end of the day, you know, if you have a page in your website that's getting the most organic traffic, then that's really telling you a lot about your website visitors. And that's really telling you what they're coming to you for. And you need to really give them more of that and really create multiple categories on your site about that. But that That is genius. Thank you, Adiola. That is You're welcome. <laughs> Hey, Nicoma Brown here, and I wanted to pop in during this episode to let you guys know about something that's been working really well for me, and it's the Keto Diet Plan. 
I have been following keto now for several months and I've lost 20 pounds and I'm working on getting the rest of the pounds off as we speak right now. And what I've done is I put together this amazing seven day keto challenge. And the seven day keto challenge that I put together comes with a menu plan, recipes, it comes with a food list that you can follow so you know what foods you can eat and what foods you cannot eat. It also comes with a daily food journal and it comes with a daily planner so you can plan out each and every day. In addition to that, I also have a private Facebook group that you can join and a very supportive community, supportive community so you can pop right in and let everybody know how you're doing on the challenge. So why don't you give it a try? If you're looking to lose a few pounds, the seven day keto challenge is perfect for you. And you can find it at www.7dayketochallenge.com. Now that's the number seven and not the word seven, www.7dayketochallenge.com. I hope you check me out there and I know that you're going to enjoy the program. So why don't you give it a shot? Now, back to the episode. So welcome back, everyone. We're here with Ariola, and she is our Pinterest specialist, and she was just delivering us some fantastic information and giving us golden nuggets as it relates to Pinterest. So now we want to ask you, Ariola, how does one develop and implement a good Pinterest strategy for their business? So again, uh, Tony, I do have a 20-point checklist on my site. Uh, so again, when you go on socialmediabella.com, and there's going to be a pop-up, and so you can just download that 20-point checklist, and it'll walk you through how to set up a Pinterest profile that's optimized, and also that's also going to generate profit. So again, going back to the fact that Pinterest, it's a search engine, and Pinterest is glad to send you free traffic without, you know, without, you know, um, any restriction. But at the same time, you want to make sure that the images and videos, because videos receive up to 3,000% more engagement than just a regular image. So you want to make sure that your images, your videos, anything you post on Pinterest is optimized for that platform. And by that, your image has to be 16 uh, no, it has to be nine by 16. Yeah, I'm getting it confused with YouTube. Yeah, so it has to be nine by 16. And nine by 16 or two by three. So by that, I mean an image that's long, vertically long. Because most pinners, uh, most pinners will be viewing their, uh, will be viewing Pinterest from their cell phones, right? And cell phones are what? Cell phones are vertically long, right? Which means that when a pinner is looking at your pin, they are only looking at your pin at a time, right? Whereas when you compare that to other platforms like Facebook or Instagram, you know, when you scroll, you know, you can have three accounts show up at the same time, right? But at least with Pinterest, you know, they are only viewing your content one at a time. And, and yeah, so making sure that number one, your images, your videos are optimized for Pinterest because if they aren't optimized, Pinterest isn't even going to show it to people or it's going to show it to very few people. So, I mean, going back to the whole impression thing, whereby, you know, you know, you can have a lot of impression, but the impression might, might not even come from your, from your own things. It might come from 
things from other people who actually know how to use Pinterest. So yeah, so you want to make sure that again, your images are optimized for this platform. And that's when Pinterest will be like, oh, okay, that's great. Um, so let's show the screen to people. And you want to make sure that you are using the right keywords that people are looking for. So when it comes to creating boards, you know, you want to put real keywords that people are actually looking for and that also relates to your business. So again, going back to, you know, uh, selling makeup. So if you sell makeup uh, as part of your business, so you can have a board that's for foundation and you can have a board for lipsticks, one board for concealers, one board for eyelashes or mascaras, right? So real keywords that people are actually looking for. And again, I have uh, a blog post on my site, socialmediabella.com, where I was actually two separate blog posts. So one blog post, it's about how to do keyword research on Pinterest, because you're probably wondering, how do I even know what keywords people are looking for? So I, I do have that post and also a video, because I have a YouTube channel as well that shows you how to do keyword research on Pinterest. And the other one shows you uh, places to put your keywords, right? So that's your bird names, your actual pin, right? Because Pinterest, it's a visual search engine. So it scans that pin for the keywords and stuff, right? So when somebody searches for a particular keyword, so let's say uh, foundation for black women, right? And you have a pin that you created that has that particular keyword on it, then chances are that Pinterest will bring that pin up, right? And the cool thing about Pinterest is that Pinterest actually works hand in hand with Google. So depending on the keyword, so when somebody goes on Google, right, to search for something, so again, foundation for black women, right? Pinterest actually comes up, like Pinterest usually comes up, you know, first, second, third, right, depending on the keyword. Uh, I mean, which makes sense because Pinterest, it's, it's, a, it's an authority, like high authority website. Yeah. And, so, and so somebody can even go from Google to Pinterest and to your site, right? So it's not always from Pinterest, right? Right. Uh, because at times they can also search on, on their Pinterest account or at times they might even search on, on Google, right? So Google, Google will send them to Pinterest, Pinterest will not bring them over to your site. So making sure that, you know, number one, your profile is set up correctly, it's optimized, it's profitable as well, because obviously that's why you are on Pinterest as a business owner. And number two, the images you upload, they have to be, you know, two by three. And I actually do have like pre-made templates that I created, so just in case, you know, you have no idea how to go about it or, you know, the right templates because you also need to test out different things in terms of what works, what doesn't work. And, um, and also using, using the right keyword as well, whenever you, you know, you upload an image or video and you also want to make sure that each image links back to your, uh, links back to that specific problem because Tony, like you said earlier, like, like some people just use Pinterest to build their influence, right? And mm -hmm. so afterwards, they can start going up to brands, you know, for brand partnership or whatnot, right? But as a business, obviously, that's not your plan. You know, your own plan will be to drive traffic to your site. So you want to make sure that everything you upload links back to a specific product page that relates to that pin.
Awesome. Awesome. That is so, I mean, you're, everything that you said is like amazing and so much on point because you're right. If you need to have your profile optimized, you need to have your boards optimized and you need to use the appropriate keywords because you're 110% right. Sometimes people will Google something on um, Google and they'll enter a keyword and if that keyword is optimized on one of your boards, because like you said, mm. it's a high authority website, it'll pop up at the top and people mm. can come from Google to Pinterest to your website. That is facts. I mean, that's amazing. And I, I also yeah. want to take a moment to remind our listeners that when they go to socialmediabella.com, you have amazing free resources. One of the resources that you have is a profitable Pinterest profile checklist and they can get that. And once they go to your website, they'll be able to find a wealth of information about Pinterest and they can also engage with you and hire you and receive your services so that they don't have to do everything on their own. Oftentimes as entrepreneurs, and I have to say this, and you probably can understand what I'm talking about, Adiola, because mm. we want to do everything. We have a lot of stuff on our plate, but we need to like hire other people to help <laughs> us out. And you are one of those people that I can honestly say that people should have on their team because Sometimes we like to throw all our eggs in one basket and everyone mm. thinks that Facebook is the answer. But when it comes down to your business, you have to have a marketing mix. And what I mean by that is you need to have a mix of marketing strategies. And once you find out the one that really works, then you can pour all of your resources in that strategy. But you should also make sure that you have other baskets that you are mm. using and other strategies and tactics, you know, and other buckets that you're putting your money in. Because at the end of the day, a lot of these platforms change. And I mean, and Facebook is the one that is honestly, it's, you can be the most vulnerable because that platform changes like every six months and mm -hmm. you know it, you know, everything is different because right now, if you're not comfortable with video, then, you know, you really shouldn't even be on Facebook. You shouldn't even be advertising because anything outside of video, is going to be expensive as I don't know mm -hmm. So, I mean, I am truly enjoying this information that you're sharing, but I have a couple of, you know, final questions that I want to okay. ask you. And one is, what do you think, because we're talking about how these platforms changes, well, I, I have like three more questions. First, okay. I'm going to ask you, what do you think the future holds for Pinterest? The other question I want to ask you is, um, what tools do you use for Pinterest to, you know, just like maybe automate some of that because you know, mm -hmm. I really love, and then I'll ask my final question. But the first one is what do you, what tools do you use and what do you think the future holds for Pinterest? So in terms of the tools that I use for Pinterest, I find sewing to be the most effective and the best one out there. And it's really funny because at the beginning, when I was looking for a tool, right? Like most people were like, oh, towing, it's so clunky. It's so this, it's so that. And, and eventually, so, and then 
I stayed away from it because I thought, oh yeah, so let me not use it. But eventually when I got into using Tailwind, I was like, okay, like I don't understand what these guys are talking about. Like <laughs> Tailwind is like gold. Like, I mean, it is the best platform out there for uh, Pinterest. And I think on my YouTube channel, I do have a few uh, tutorials where I show how to use Tailwind because the, the good thing with Tailwind is that you can schedule a month worth of co um, content, you know, your mm -hmm. strategy, content calendar, whatever, in less than an hour, right? Because, so let's say, you know, that viral pin you have there, Tony, right? And you are a member of group boards. And if you use Tailwind, you probably are in tribes, so on and so forth. So, so that one pin, you can turn that one pin and pin it like 20 times, depending on, on the number of boards you are in, right? So right. your own personal boards and also your own group board. So, and then just a matter of clicking, right? Because, okay, so this is how I use Pinterest and Tailwind. So every time I create a new pin, so let's say I have a new post come up or, you know, I created a new video. Well, videos, you still have to, you know, go on Pinterest to um, upload it because with a Tailwind, you can't use Tailwind for videos yet. I'm sure in the future you will. Uh, so what I do, so let's say um, like a regular pin. Uh, so what I do is I actually go manually into Pinterest and I will put in my info, you know, the title, the description, the links, and then I'll put it into a board, like a home board. And then I will use Tailwind to now spread that one pin right so for example i might be a member of 15 group boards that that relates to that particular pin and that's another thing with group boards as well because there are some group boards out there that, that are very general right mm -hmm. so you, you want to make sure that you join group boards that relates to your particular niche and there might be group boards that relates to a particular topic we talk about so keto and then you know something else right and so i will take that one pin and then I will use Tailwind to distribute distribute that pin into multiple Google boards. And then I will distribute it into tribes. Mm -hmm. So Tailwind actually came up with a new feature last year. And that is um, uh, the looping feature. Yeah, that, that's what it's called, right? So that's pretty much when, so with your pin that's viral, right? So you can loop that pin to go out, you know, once a week or, you know, three times a week or whatever. Mm -hmm. And you can look, you know, you can look that pain to go out into your own home board mm -hmm. or, you know, the Google board you are in. So I think it's, I mean, it's a really, it's a really great tool um, to have. So in terms of the future, I think Pinterest will still be, you know, the platform that's going to be like plan B for people who just can't figure out SEO, even though eventually once you figure out uh, Pinterest and then the next thing you want to do will be to figure out SEO because like I said uh, early on, uh, early on uh, Pinterest and Google, they work hand in hand. So you want to make sure that you understand how SEO works because Pinterest works in the same way as well in terms of, you know, optimizing your posts, using the right keywords, so on and so forth. And once Google sees that, okay, so what's going on with this particular website? What's going on with this particular page, this particular post? And, and uh, you know, and then Google will start recommending, you know, that blog post to more people. So I've actually used Pinterest to, to boost the ranking 
of my blog post, you know, to get it on the first page. And I do have an, a few blog posts out there that shows up first, you know, like you, you know how sometimes you go on Google and then you have a blog post that shows up with the points listed. I do have a few blog posts like that where I use Pinterest to get to number one on Google. Now, again, that's, that's one thing that people will pay for, you know, to get to that level, you know, they right. Google ads and so on and so forth. But with Pinterest, it's completely free of charge, right, to get uh, to that spot. So I think the future is still very good because about two years ago, they came up with videos, right? So you can post videos now on, um, on Pinterest. And there are tools for, you know, e-commerce stores that are actually partnering up with Pinterest and Pinterest, you know, they are also cleaning up the platform, you know, to get rid of any unauthorized tool, but spams and, you know, like it's, it's, it's growing and I think brands should get into it right now, especially if you aren't on Pinterest yet, you should get into it now because once, once more people find out about Pinterest, then it might become hard, right? So actually grow. All right. That's awesome. And uh, one of the things I want to ask you is, and I know that everybody that's listening want to know this too, is how can we find you? I know it's uh, socialmediabella.com, but how can we find you on Pinterest? Yes. So it's the same thing as well. So I just put in my brand name. So that is Social Media Bella um, on Google or Pinterest, Instagram, uh, Facebook, and YouTube as well. Right, and you can find me on Pinterest. You can find me on on Pinterest. Uh, it's so it's the same name, and I'm actually planning on launching my own podcast. So right now, the launch date is September second. Uh, it might actually be before that, but at least you know that's you know when I'm gonna be launching the podcast. And again, it's the same social media Bella podcast. It's it's all gonna be the same. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, nice. so you can find me online. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited for you. I can't wait for your podcast to come out. I'd love to be a part of it too. <laughs> oh, that would be cool. That would be cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this has been great. And to all of our listeners, once again, you can check out Ariola at socialmediabella.com. And if you follow her, all of her accounts are socialmediabella.com or socialmediabella. That's right. Find her on Facebook, Instagram, and all of those other social media platforms. So this was very exciting. I truly enjoyed it. And thank you so much for participating. Thank you for having me here on the show, Tony. Oh, I truly, truly appreciate it. Thank you so much. So there you have it. Wasn't Adiola amazing? Make sure to visit her online at socialmediabella.com, but also make sure to check us out at www.thenetworkforwomeninbusiness.com. And make sure you don't miss this year's Small Business Bootcamp for Women. It's happening November 16th at the Radisson in New Rochelle. You definitely do not want to miss it. Visit our website at www.smallbusinessbootcampforwomen.com to make sure to secure your ticket. Take care and I'll see you on the next episode.